Welcome everyone to episode 86 of Manifesting with Meg, Conversations with Extraordinary People. I am so excited to introduce you to my special guest tonight. It is Brian Michand. He is coming to us all the way from Canada tonight in Toronto. How exciting. We got another international wonderful show. Uh, we have a wonderful theme be a magnet of love. I mean, you can't want for more than that. This is an exciting night. We're going to be manifesting magic, love, transformation, dreams, inspiration, true happiness, discovering bliss. And yes, you are always just a conversation away from extraordinary. So time to wake up to a universe packed with possibility and I get to do it with Brian tonight. So welcome, Brian. I am so excited to have you. As synchronicity would have it, all the stars lined up and we got to see each other on this beautiful evening, wherever you might find yourself. Welcome. I love the topic, love. I think it matches you perfectly and away we go. I do want to remind everyone that this is a show about intentionality and for sure it's based upon my book the magical guide to bliss i'll show in the stream and with that we set our intentions and at the end of the interview brian will share with us his intention and pick a number in the magical guide to bliss that corresponds from page three to 397 for those who've watched you know the drill i love the synchronicities of everything that unfolds and without further ado away we go brian welcome my friend how are you tonight i am great megan it's such a joy to be with you i wish i was live with you I in know. miami because you know i love miami for many reasons and um, really, I'm just so excited to be here with you and your community tonight. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Look, I'm wearing red on purpose because we're talking about love. We're talking about love and I think that the world needs now is love, sweet love. So let's bring that vibration up. Certainly you are a master manifester and I can't believe that we're gonna be in the same area together. So let's, without further ado, start this party. Um, I'm going to introduce you, which people are not gonna believe that you have such an incredible, incredible bio that you're here tonight talking about it with us. And I'm excited because I can't believe, I always pinch myself when I get some really amazing um, guests on my show and, and you certainly are, you definitely fit that bill. Well, so. Without further ado, you are living proof that life is an evolution. Your own journey from being a priest to then an executive in New York City, Toronto, and now founder of your own company, Evolution Evolution, is something that will inspire many, many people who are listening today. You inspire professional leaders and organizations to shift from a belief of what is the work to what is the mission, which I think is an amazing, amazing way to see the world. And, and you engage leaders who feel isolated to align fully with clarity. Now, I think that's amazing because a lot of leaders may feel very lonely at the top, so to speak, but when they actually align with their clarity, they'd be able to welcome in more. And that's something that you do very readily. You have a wonderful essence about you and an opening spirit. And I can't wait to get into the questions, but let me finish. Your expertise is in team management. Your expertise is in a lot of things, but team management for sure. And recruiting top tier talents that bring a refined insight on how to build a conscious culture within organizations, which I think is very, very important nowadays. And you've also served as executive director at both NYU Langone Health and University of Toronto, Faculty of Medicine, raising millions from, for from investors. As a partner in the executive search, your mandate was on global recruitment for VP CEO roles within NFP in the private sector. My God, seriously. And this all comes all together as your company, Evolution Evolution, unites it all. You're based out of Toronto, like I said before. You're proud to be both an American and a Canadian citizen. You're passionate about building community, which is one of my passions, so bring it, bring it on. You served on numerous boards uh, in the United States as well as Canada, and you're the chair of the board for Access Employment in Ontario. 
one of the largest organizations in North America that assists immigrants finding successful employment. Finally, Brian, you are a believer. When we ask the question, what do I desire? The truth will intuitively leave us, lead us to embrace what's in our heart and evolve forward. Not only with a master's of a divinity and a BA degree, you have a, a degree in coaching, at Adler Graduates Professional School, Certificate in Breath Meditation. That's fascinating. You know I'm going to ask you about that. And you're a member of International Coaching Federation. That goes without saying. Frequent podcasts. I get you on mine tonight, my YouTube, my podcast. And away we go. We'll give the links as where to find you after the show begins. But my God, where do I start? Where do I start? I mean, the fact of the matter is that you have such a wealth of experience and we are talking about being a magnet of love so how did that bring you here today wow well first of all thank you again for having me and you know i mean when it comes to love i think the first place we have to start is with ourselves. and and i think that's why my company i know we can get into that why it's called evolution evolution but the greatest evolution is the evolution of our own hearts and and that is the starting place that's amazing and i think that when we start from that place then everything that comes from that center can only be wonderful and that kind of goes in line with our theme as you all know like i said before i'm going to show this in the stream again this is a show that's based upon the magical guide to bliss every month this is february for the month of love is um covered with insights and tonight's insight from the magical guide to bliss is be a magnet of love the quote is from david hawkins an american philosopher i i, I do want to make sure that every, i'm a big lover of words but philo and sophia are the two words that are base derivative is a philosopher which is a love of wisdom so we can even start there i love a philosopher and i love the love of wisdom and he says everybody is like a magnet you attract yourself reflections of what you are if you're friendly then everyone else seems to be friendly too and i just want to start there like this insight challenges all of us to really participate in our lives as the magnet that we put out to attract that which comes into that gives us a lot of uh, you can't really be a victim right you're really a participant in your life which i think is fantastic because then we shift the power base to what we can do consciously making those choices mm -hmm. and and certainly if we all walk around as if we're magnets and attracting whatever it is in our world that we want then we can get intentional and certainly from a place of love we can mm -hmm. intentional from that place start attracting love into our lives making it a habit visualizing then getting ready to receive it which i think is really important and i love this magical key because it hits hits it right on the money you become a giant magnet of love, then imagine what you can actually attract and what you can do from this point forward until perhaps maybe tomorrow is start documenting what comes into your life. So what are your thoughts about this? And I wanna say, welcome Leslie and Suzanne. You're gonna love Brian, I do. So away we go, Brian. What are your thoughts on all of this? Yeah, well, first of all, I, I love the conversation and there's so much we can say, there's just so much, but. We'll just kind of laser focus in on one point. I think one thing that I love that quote, you know, yes, we are magnets of love and what we do put out there, we do attract. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people think, well, I'm an introvert or I'm a little quieter. So does that mean I'm not going to attract as much as someone who's so outgoing and always? No, true love is when it comes from your heart, from a place of peace, kindness mm -hmm. and sincerity. So I think it's important that people realize it doesn't matter if you're a huge extrovert or an introvert or you're with a lot of people or you're by yourself. When it comes from your heart, that's the most important place. I love and that. it's true that what you put out will come back. And, you know, the greatest sense of that is being of service, you know, when you are. And I know this is going to be my situation. You know, there are days, and you know this as a business owner too, you get kind of taken into your own little vortex, your own little world of this, and I got to post this, and I got this client to do and do and do and do. And 
one time I remember someone said to me, Brian, why don't you just say, who can I be of service to today? Oh, I love that. And I'm not kidding you. Like an hour later, a message came in from someone who had been a former client and said, Brian, I didn't know who to contact, mm -hmm. but I need to talk. That's love. Yeah. You know, that's putting it out there. So when you come from that sense of service and you come from that place of being genuine, that's the magnet. That is, the, it's not about personality, although that can sometimes have, it's like frosting on the cake, yeah. but it comes from inward. I love that. And happiness, love is an inside job. It always comes from within than without. And I think that's really important to refocus on that. Not mm -hmm. when this happens, then I can be a magnet of love. When this happens, then I can start living the life I ever wanted, right? It always turns into when I start changing my own mindset as to how I am involved in the world. I love that you said that with peace, love, and, and, and joy and, and, all, and those energies emanate. Okay, so this is the greatest. Oh, I love this. You were a priest. Okay, right. that that just is fascinating to me because how your how your evolution, like how you've evolved over time from from something like that profession, obviously, you know, rooted hopefully in love, you know, to what you're doing now. And of course, I'm going to have to ask you, you know, how did, how did this journey begin? Like, did you always think that, okay, that's what I'm going to be. That's always what I wanted to do in this world. And then just woke up one day and like, maybe this is not what I want to be. And it's not what I want to do anymore because well, tell us, just go ahead in your own words, you tell us. And Summer's here saying that we are both amazing. So we'll take the, we'll take the love summer. We'll definitely take the love. Well, summer's pretty amazing herself. So thanks for joining in tonight, summer. Um, so, you know, I think the first time that I ever articulated this sense of love to serve, I was a little boy and it was a Sunday. I think, I don't know, maybe I was like in the third grade or something. It was a Sunday and we had gone to church to go to mass and we were there early. We were always the family that was early early and we were always sat in the front and so when you're early what do you do when you're a kid you get kind of bored so you look around and i remember looking around at the stained glass windows and on the left hand side there were all these saints and all the windows and i was staring at this one stained glass window and looking at this saints when all of a sudden i turned to my mother and i tapped her on the shoulder and i said mom is there a saint school you can go to to saint. study to become to a saint. And my mother looked at me like, what? <laughs> and she, I remember she just looked, she goes, what? And I just said, is there a school you can go to to study to be a saint? Because I remember we'd just been learning about them and like religious education, like these people that did incredible things. And I remember my mother just looked at me and she said, well, there's not a school to become a saint, but you know, there are some people that study to become priests or nuns and it's a way to live that out. And I think that was the first time that that was being voiced. And that was the only sense of spirituality that I knew was in the context of an organized religion or in the Catholic church. You know, now it's kind of evolved to be you know, on a wider level, but at that moment, that's where it started. And it always kind of continued to grow. And it was at the end of university, I went to a Catholic university is when I made the decision to apply to the seminary, to at least take the next step, to look at yeah. a little bit further. And, um, and it was beautiful. Like I had a great experience and it was very joyful and I enjoyed it and it was wonderful, but it was an evolution as a priest as well of coming to love Brian and coming to love what I call God, the divine, even deeper and making a decision to then leave after eight wonderful years, but to go deeper into that love of who I am and loving that into the world. Wow. I, you know, I have to tell you, even myself, when sitting in, because I'm Catholic too, we would go to church on Sunday and I would sit there and I was like, I wanted to be up there inspiring people like the priest did. Well, sometimes it's really boring, but I'm sure you were never, I'm sure you're never, because you're just like a man. <laughs> You're, you're, I hope not. <laughs> you're, you're an awesome, awesome speaker. And I was just like, you know, there's a way to stand up there and inspire other people to come to life. And I think that that's a beautiful gift 
that I saw, and I love that you called it, is there a school for saints? Well, you know, it's funny because they always say, you know, saints were always the recovered sinners, right? And right. you know, that was, they had to go through, you know, the whole, so maybe you're like eight years out, I'm done, I'm gonna come out to the world and just be amongst the, you know, the people. But that being said, you know, one of the things I love to ask my guests, and I think it's really important, is that what inspires you, what quotes inspire you, what helps you gear yourself toward, you know, your own vision of what the world you want hmm. it to look like. And, and of course, I ask you, and this is your own quote, and I love this, it's like your own words, and you say, the sunsets of our lives are new dawns, or of our, mm -hmm. our life are new dawns. Tell me what you mean by this, especially in light of what you just shared with us and that whole concept of, of love and getting to love yourself deeper. Mm. So we've all watched a beautiful sunset. Hopefully most everyone who's listening, we all have a memory of a sunset, whether it was on vacation in a tropical island or you were hiking or in the backyard, your family's home, whatever it is. But there's something powerful in seeing the sun go down at the end of the day and go down. But then there's night that comes and there's a stillness, sometimes a darkness, and it's a different energy. There's no light. But when the dawn comes, there's that newness of awakening, of seeing what could be possible, of a refreshment. So there are times in our life when things do set in our life and they can be beautiful things. Mm -hmm. It could be, you know, a moment of, uh, of a particular job that's setting or a relationship that maybe has been very painful in that setting. But there's the night that goes in between that is a time of stillness, of rest, of listening, that inner space. That's what night does. But when the dawn comes, there's a newness mm -hmm. and there's a new light drawing us forward. And that's life. That is an evolution. And that's love. Really embracing that there are times in our heart and our life that things will set, but there's always that moment of transition. And that's okay, but there's always a new light that's leading us forward. You know, as you were explaining that, I just found it fascinating just imagining the whole you know those you know stop time photography you know where the, it, it'll show you the whole you know sunsets and then back to the new dawns again and you know it's kind of like you know breathing in and then breathing out which i just this is the visual i just got mm -hmm. I, this is not something it's just like i just got it because as you were speaking that's what it felt like you know breathing in and then this breathing out again and i think that was just fantastic because really the breaths that we inhale and exhale are the love we give to ourselves and release to others that is what you just gave to me so i i thank you for that wow. that was really beautiful and then of course you know we go on and i love the fact that you brought this one my energy creates my reality what I focus on is what I will manifest. Boom. Mm. Now for every manifester out there, go ahead, preach my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's just, it's something I have to remind myself all the time, right? Like, you know, you hear people sometimes say, I'm a great multitasker. I'm like, you know, and there are times that sometimes we have to do multiple things. It's just the nature of things, but there's no badge of honor when someone's like, that's what they lead by. Because if you're saying, oh, I'm multitasking all day, well, sometimes that's saying you're also not putting your energy on anything specific. Yeah. You're just doing, 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 doing. Yeah. And there are times we're in that place. I get that. But for me, that, that quote by Gabby Bernstein is so powerful because when we are really intentional about where we put our energy on, whether it's sitting down to you know write something whether it's about having a conversation it can also be about putting your energy into just having fun and enjoying time with your spouse or your friends that's how we manifest because you're sending all of your energy it's not fragmented when you put all your energy into one area it's intentional and you're signaling to the world to the universe, to God, whatever you call it. Hey, this is what I want more of. Like, I like this. Yeah. I, I'm just going to hear. It's a really powerful way to keep focused. 
you know, it's funny because I just was speaking about Gabby Bernstein the other day on the book, Super Attractor and you know how, and, it, and then of course, of course, synchronistically, you send me this quote that is her work, that is her words. And, and, and it goes back to the whole idea that when life feels kind of out of control, right? Mm -hmm. You're doing the multitasking and it's gotten out of hand, <laughs> you know, yeah, there's totally. always there's, but I, I truly believe that there's always something that will stop you in your tracks. Mm -hmm. I, there's always that something that'll have you, if you willingly do it, it's a lot easier and better, right? But mm -hmm. will have you focusing better on what it is that you want because it all goes back to what you said in your bio. What is it that I desire in life, right? What is that clarity that I need around that? And I love that you put this and I love what you just said. And then of course we have this, one universe, eight planets, seven continents, 195 countries, seven seas. And I had the privilege of meeting you. What an incredible statement of love to anyone who crosses your path. Tell me a little bit how this, how this inspires you. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think this particular quote and this message really in so many ways sums up a huge part of who is the life of Brian Bashan, you know, who's speaking here. Because every morning, one of the things I do is, you know, part of my own meditation, prayer practice is I really pause and, and reflect. I, and I always say, I embrace and honor the billions and millions of years that have come before me. I and it. I honor and respect the billions and millions of years that will come after me. But I have this one moment in this day. And may I be a blessing to every person whoever I'm going to encounter this day, yeah. whether it's someone I'm walking on the street, whether it's you know, the barista, whether it's you know someone I have to call about my cell phone and I'm getting annoyed being waiting that I don't lose my patience. You know what I mean? That, that every person that comes into your path, that is a moment to grow in love. And we can't forget that. You cannot forget that every person that we encounter, whether it's personally or professionally, is there to help us grow deeper into love, especially the people that get under our skin the most. <laughs> Those are the moments that they call you to go deeper into love. The other day, I'll give an example of this. Yes. I had to go on Saturday. I had to have an x-ray on my foot. I had to fall a couple of weeks. It's not bad. Anyway, I just have, it, have to have it checked out. So I got to the place and I went on Saturday and they said they were open till three. I get there, it's like 10 to one. I go up to the door and there's a woman in her car with her door open and she looks out and she says, they're closed. And, like, <laughs> and I looked at her, I said, you're going to be kidding me. Like I said, I cautioned. No, no, they're closed until one o'clock. They're closed till one o'clock. They're having lunch. And I was like, okay. So anyway, I'm standing there. It's cold. She's in her car. She starts sharing with me. I could tell she was only why she was there. She was a breast cancer survivor. She had a new growth on her neck. She was so scared. She was, but then she starts talking about, you know, I know I'm not alone. I know, and she was very spiritual. She said, I know God's gonna give me what I need if this is anything big. And, you know, that was a gift for me, that one person to be there to listen, to have her lift my spirits up, and then at the same time, I think to be there for her. And at the on the way in, she looked at me, she says, thanks so much for talking. And I said, those are moments of love. Yeah, that's those awesome. are moments of love. Oh my God. You know, so, and Summer's pointing out that she was talking to someone recently that said, every person we encounter is like a personal coach. They're there to teach us something, which I think is very profound. Also, what you said before was so on point. <laughs> we have the wherewithal. And I love that you say that you in your meditation in your when you stop yourself in the morning, if you have that luxury, if you make that time that your lux that luxury, you refocus the whole idea of let me be a blessing to someone else. Mm -hmm. And and maybe I'll be a little selfish or self full here and saying, and perhaps others can show up as a blessing to me if I needed it, if I need it, because we always need it. I, I think more lately than most, I, I think we, I think that's a whole, and this is where I've been like 
falling as far as where my energy is, is that whole give and take, you know, mm-hmm. the giving and the receiving. I think there has to be a balance of the both. You have to give people the opportunities to serve you as well as in turn be that service to others. Yeah. So, and I, so I, I do love, and I had the privilege of meeting you is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And we move on to the more energy and intention I bring to my faith, the more fearless and free I am. And tell me about this. This is, I love. It's all about faith. It's all about faith. And I'm not talking about organized religion like faith. I'm talking about faith of trusting that what you desire is going to come. Faith, like my quote, with the sun sets, right? And you're in that moment of stillness, the faith to know the sun will come up the next day. There is a newness. The faith to know that you're not alone. Faith is the connection back to love, Mm. to ourself and to others. And it's true, the reason we block faith is always because of fear. Mm. It's always because we're trying to control or we're doing, doing, doing. But faith is so powerful to know that there is a force beyond yourself or that you're being guided, Mm. that you tap into your intuition. Faith is knowing that you're following the desire. And it's so powerful. And, And it's something that I learn every day. And I was encouraged by someone that said, ask yourself a question, what can you do today to strengthen your faith every single day? And it's true, like it's a great way, you know, when you ask yourself, what can I do to strengthen my faith? It's about strengthening love. What can I do to strengthen my love today? Yeah. And it's just something that I remind myself all the time. I, I love that you say that, you know, Faith for me has not always come easy. Mm-hmm. I, I will say there have been moments where divine God, whatever you want to call the higher power or that energetic force in our lives, where I will literally have a temper tantrum. Certainly mm-hmm. I've been known and, you know, yelling at why isn't this happening already? Why isn't this coming to fruition already? Then there is this wonderful quote by Rumi, live life as though it's rigged in your favor. Mm. And I go back to that, even though I'm struggling with the the fear of, you know, I'm never gonna be a special, you know, finding my purpose, whatever, always those challenges of faith and purpose and meaning. And then turning back to listening to something like you, even showing up at an MRI to check out your foot, you're able, to feed someone else's faith by virtue of just listening. Mm -hmm. So these little moments in time, you know, strengthen the faith. However, Mm -hmm. has there ever been a time in your life? And, you know, this is really kind of a question of those leaps of faith or those challenges to your faith that you've had that experience. Mm. What did you do? Yeah, great question. Before we jump, I will answer that one second. Just to, I just want to comment on something you said that I think is so beautiful and so real. Faith doesn't mean things are perfect. And you have to remember, we're human beings. Yeah. We are human beings having a spiritual experience. Or, you know what I mean? We're, you know, we're spiritual beings having a human experience, but we're human beings. And yeah, it's okay when things are like falling down and you're overwhelmed to be like, why is this happening? What's going on to be in those emotions? That's real. That's how we grow. But the gift of faith is just to be able to fall deeper into that to say, you know what, but I can live in fear or I can start to live in hope and take some action to move forward in the right direction. So I think it's just an important thing for people to think that it's, you know, it's real, you're going to have it. And I certainly have had that. One of the biggest things has been, you know, my evolution, evolution has been two years. It's been great. The first year was amazing. I launched two months before the pandemic and (laughs) it was like, it was just fantastic. Like the first year was amazing. People and this and contacts and clients and all these things rolling in, rolling in. Year two came along and it was not the way year one was. Yes. And it was like, oh, okay, well, next month will be different. Like, this is going to be great. And then something didn't happen. And then this didn't happen. 
And what happened was I started getting nervous. You know, when you have your own company, you know, there's the flow, financial flow up and down. It was the first time I ex ever experienced that in my life. I've never had that ever in my life, ever. Always had a constant direct deposit every month. You yeah. know, and all of a sudden it's like, well, this isn't happening. Yeah. What's going on? So you try and go into control mode. Mm. But really, it got to a moment that I had to rely on faith. I was trying to do it. Stop living in fear of oh, what's next and oh, why didn't that come through? And once I did that, that's when things started to come through. So sometimes we can block that. So that's been a moment just, you know, past year. And once I did that, things started to open up in a whole new way. I love that. And I think that usually is the way it does unfold is that, you know, we're like, whoa, <laughs> it's a little different here. You know, gosh, I, you know, it's so funny. I've heard it said, this is coming up. I don't know why, you know, never run or never drive as, as fast as your, your angels can fly. Right. So I think that maybe, maybe in a small way, you know, even in business, because we're both entrepreneurs here, mm -hmm. even in, in my writing career, even in my author, you know, launching and everything is that it's, it's got to keep up with me, you know, mm -hmm. like they always say, you know, there's people who win lotteries and they're not ready for it, you mm -hmm. know, that they're not ready for the whole process because there's points of which they have to learn something like, and I always, I've said this so many times, I'm sure people are like kind of bored of me saying this, but you always need to open, like learn the clue to open the door before you can solve the next riddle. Mm -hmm. and, and for me, it's fascinating because I'm like, oh, this is a riddle, this life, right? This magic enigma, you know, mystery that we all get to experience and have, you know, unfold for us before. But that goes back to the whole idea that you can't, well, you can lose sight of your faith. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm sure that there are many times it has to happen to me, but at the end of the day, I have my angels who catch up to me. Like for mm -hmm. instance, you, my friends that are on here, Leslie, Suzanne, Summer, all these angels that keep up to me. How are you doing? You know, how is it going? You're okay. You're where you need to be. Reminders, right? Mm -hmm. So that takes us back to this final. And I love this because you always, I wanted to end with the party one, right? Um, Without a cake is just a meeting, a Julia Child, right? So tell me, what is your insight on this? You gotta have fun. Part of love and part of faith is you gotta have fun. And I think this quote is so beautiful because you know, a party without a cake is just a meeting. Well, yeah, like you gotta make life fun yeah. and you gotta create what you want. And when you do that, that's where love flows. Mm -hmm. That's where your faith flows. And I think this quote is really great because, you know, Julia Child obviously was a great chef and cook and all of that, but it's a reminder, you know, you have to have sweetness. Mm, you have to yes. bring sweetness into your life. And sweetness is, brings a smile and a smile brings energy. And that is a magnet for more and more of that. I love that. and and. Yes, it's true. You you can't imagine just being the drudgery of life without, you know, celebrating it at you know the end of the day. You know, even when I when I walked the Camino at the end, we had to celebrate it. We had to celebrate the achievement, the accomplishment. Sometimes you have to celebrate just making it through the day, right? Like oh. right now, I get to celebrate Monday with you, you know, and, and enjoy this whole experience of how you get to be a magnet of love for others that will will infuse my life and whoever is listening to you. So that's the celebration of the connection the magical connections that we come into and then that's the return certainly and mm -hmm. i want to go back to um ask you about your company called evolution evolution and first of all i i love the title i think it's i love the name how did it come about and how did you come up with that name and how did you end up the second year in this in this business with this conscious you know not conscious kind of creation with your different clients yeah. So for me, I always knew it was going to be something with evolution. Like I just, I just knew there was something about that word that just drew me in and, you know, not like I'm like a big expert in Darwin or any of that aspect, you know what I mean? It's kind of funny. A former Catholic priest is naming a company called evolution, you know? <laughs> awesome. but, but I believe in it. I do believe that, you know, we have evolved and there's this point of that. So for me, I named it twice for a reason. 
the first evolution is the nod to our evolution as human beings, right. you know, and you know how a pandemic has now evolved us as human beings. You know, we may not realize it, but there's huge evolution that's taking place in humanity right. because of the pandemic moving yeah. forward. But the second evolution is a nod to the one that we choose to own of how we want to evolve and make impact in the world. And that's where I focus. That's where I bring that expertise. And that's where my own life has been an evolution that, yeah, I was a priest for eight years. I was private secretary to a cardinal for four, obviously being groomed for a lot more leadership and, you know, very, you know, high profile that you can still evolve just because there's some something that's been set a certain way. I knew in my heart that desire that I wanted to stand in my truth mm. and bring that to the world in a new way. And that's the evolution. That's love. And that is powerful because that's where we make the impact in the world. Wow. And, and, and in an authentic way that you have to come to a decision where I, I can't, it, you know, it was, it's so interesting because I have, um, I wrote something before I left my own 20 year career, you know, if I stay, then this is it. But if mm -hmm. I go, the possibilities are endless mm -hmm. and the possibilities of the evolution of who, who is Meg or who is Meggie as Louie has put out there, the possibilities of discovering more of that, of who I am and why I'm here and what service I have to offer. And the same goes for what I hear with you. What you're saying is to love yourself enough to give you that opportunity to evolve in such a way that might not be for like a, a, a sure thing, but you know enough that the who you are up until mm -hmm. that point has been amazing you know the saint school right even that even that start you know the fact that you are even curious about a saint school speaks volumes to the life that is ahead of you but mm -hmm. by being present with the understanding that right now this is not for me any longer mm -hmm. and i think just to just to build on that for a second i think one thing that's really important is just because we want to evolve to go forward doesn't mean you have to have it all figured out. It doesn't mean you're going to know all the answers. I knew in my heart there was a desire. That's why I always focus on because our desires do not lie to us. The truth is always there. The only thing that we are being asked to explore and an openness and a love mm -hmm. to ourselves is to explore it. That it may be a sign that, yeah, you are supposed to go in this direction, or it's maybe that you just need to explore it and realize something else. But it took me over a year before I ever took any action. For one year, I sat in that place. And I think when you do start to take that action and you start to evolve forward, you will be guided. People will come to you, as you said, to receive. You will receive people into your life that will be those beacons of light to help you, whether personally or professionally, a sounding board, and to know that. Mm. I love that. And then did you find yourself in a moment in time, you know, facing, oh, oh, wow, wow, I can't stay here any longer? Or was it a gradual experience of it's time for me to move on it was a gradual kind of build up over a couple of years and then it just got to a moment it was very clear i lived in downtown boston you know with the cardinal we came back to the cathedral one night i don't know 9 30. it had been like 16 hours of non-stop things and i was like i need a little break yeah so i just was like dressed super casual i went for a walk in the neighborhood just to get some fresh air and I was one block from the cathedral, walking down the street, and there were all these restaurants. And all of a sudden, I looked over to the right, and I saw these two couples that came out. They had their business bags with them. They'd always gone out to dinner, and they were saying goodnight to one another. And I remember looking at that moment, thinking, I desire that. Uh. I desire that. Now, I had no clue how to get there. I had no clue what it all meant. I had no clue, but I knew in my heart there was something there that showed me 
in the glimpse of that beautiful human loving experience of friends saying goodnight that I wanted that. Wow. And that began the step one after another. There were lots of sunrises and sunsets yeah. and a lot of nights in between, but every new light helped move me in that next direction. Love that. You know, our whole lives are made up of many sunrises and sunsets, right? I mean, that what is what is the beauty of a life? I'm not a poet, but certainly, you know, looking back in time, it's that beauty of of the whole, like I said, that time lapse photography that becomes the rotating of the the globe, and at the time. Mm -hmm. Where we 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 come like a wave, or or even you know the future may be far off, and like you said, we don't have nobody gives anybody a map when they're born. This is your story. Go live it. No surprises. Although I will say, Brian, I do like to read the end of a book before I finish because I don't like surprises, and I would have preferred the map of what. But you know what? The bottom line is. That's the lesson for me to be a little bit more present to the spontaneity of life, and really the uncertainty, so that I can build my faith. Because that's basically, you know, that whole muscle that we need to, you know, really flex after a while. <laughs> like I don't know what I'm doing, right. I don't know I where I where I'm going. But how cool it is for me to meet someone like you. Mm -hmm. One day we have a conversation over Zoom. I was like, this man is just exuding peace and love and and just all these wonderful qualities. Had I stayed where I was, I wouldn't have met you. Had you stayed where you were, that might not be the conversation we're having right now. But what we can do is come together with a lot of the wisdom, right? The mm -hmm. love of wisdom, the philosophy, the philosophers we can call ourselves tonight, to share with others our experiences of life. Mm -hmm. Tell me what tools you best use to, you know, garner that wisdom mm -hmm. so that you can share it with others. Yeah, sure. So there's a couple things. So I think, first of all, there's been a private, not private, my own personal practice of meditation, prayer, reflection every day. And, you know, I'm not one of these people that's like, oh, I do the first 25 minutes every day when I wake up. No, I, I don't. So, you know, I'll be honest with you. I listen to my body. I used to be very regimented like that. Like, oh, no, you have to do it. I do prefer to meditate in the morning. But sometimes, you know, life happens. You know what I mean? Whether maybe you had a little bit of a sleep in and you're a little behind. Or maybe sometimes I do yoga first and then I meditate at the end or whatever. Bottom line is I create the space daily for some of that space to go through, whether it's, you know, reading something that inspires me, a guided meditation, yoga, whatever it is, that is the greatest foundation and to pray at the end. And I'm not, whatever that means for whoever is listening, but to pray of surrendering, you know, what can be next? So I'll share something very personal that I, I recently do too, that is, is really beautiful. And it's, it's just for me, you know, it's a sense of trust, trusting. So when I was in the first grade at this teacher, Mrs. Riley, who I absolutely loved to death, like she was one of the greatest teachers. And at lunchtime, when we had the lineup from the classroom, we go to the cafeteria, whoever was the first child in line got to hold her hand to walk to the cafeteria. Now, I don't know if they would do that now, but at that time, we, wherever the first kid was, and she was beautiful, she was so loving. And I remember the times that if I was the first child, I always felt great, I would hold her hand and you know, look up and, and she'd walk into the cafeteria and let you go. And that walk down the hallway, you always felt safe with her. No matter who you passed, whether it was your friends in the hall or if there was a kid that was kind of a bully or whatever, you're the one walking, but you just felt safe holding your hand one step at a time. In so many ways, when I finish my prayer in the morning or meditation, I actually take my hand down, I kind of lift it up and I kind of see myself visualizing it going into the universe's hand and say, guide me through the day. I love that. Oh. I'm the one taking the action. I'm the one walking, but I'm trusting just like as an adult that can guide you down the hall, I'm being guided. And 
we need to visualize those things. There are experiences in our life, whether it's like that memory in first grade or a friend or a path that has meant something to us, it's made us feel loved and connected. Those are moments of prayer that can help us connect even deeper. So that's been a real gift. And, and that's been something's really, really great. I think the other thing is just getting out of myself. One of the biggest ways to do it is, like we said, the very big, being a magnet. For me, I'm a big extrovert, mm -hmm. right? So if I'm feeling a little into myself and like, oh, everything is so important <laughs> what I have to do. And oh, how am I gonna get it done? And oh, like whatever yeah. drama or story I'm telling myself, yeah, start talking to somebody. Start talking to somebody who's working at a cash register and saying, how are you? How's your family? Yeah. You know, how are things going for you? Get you out of yourself. And those are great moments to redirect the love of your heart and redirect who you are and where you are. That's beautiful. Get yourself out of yourself. I love that. It actually shifts the whole energy back to what you were saying before is that service from a place of love. And, oh my God, I'm going to hold that visual with Mrs. Riley or whatever teacher or whatever with the, you know, holding hands with the universe, you know, that you're, it's, it's a friendly place. You know, it is. it's friendly. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. <laughs> you know, the, the, those that walk beside me never leave me, right? It's like I said, it's like, don't walk as fast as your angels can fly. And one of the things that I like to think also is that you know it has me this loving energy so that i can hold others as well so it's that whole give and take i i absolutely love that um laura callahan saying i love the story of those teachers that made us feel loved at a young age and that love and safety is so important for a little one it's so funny because before i got on this call tonight i spoke to um a teacher who has gone through the pandemic and she sees the repercussions of what's happened to our kids and the challenges of the anxiety, the fears, you know, that, you know, lack of, so to speak, a solid, safe place, right? Yeah. But I know with people like her, with teachers like her, you know, taking care of herself, obviously, first, because it could really shake their foundation, but also coming, what you had said before, is they're the Mrs. Riley's of the world. Mm -hmm. that these children will remember like Laura is saying and hold on to that so that we will believe that the world is a friendly, loving place, like you said. So thank you so much for that. And with that, go back to the intention setting this evening and, and I'll share my intention because I'm, like I said to you earlier, I'm being selfful. I wanted to come to this space, experience this loving peace, you know, the whole loving kindness, loving peace, I have felt that. Thank you so much, Brian. It's been a beautiful experience so far to have this conversation with you. What is your intention tonight? And what page in the Magical Guide to Bliss corresponds with that? Wow, sure. So my intention tonight is where can I be of the greatest service in the world next? That's oh. kind of my intention. Where can oh. I be in the greatest service in the world next? Miami, no. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, that's why. That's why I put it all out there. So that's a big thing. And so for me, I, first of all, love your book. Thank love you. it right here, which is right here. And I picked the number 50. Oh, there you go. And what did 50 say? I don't know. I'm looking at it right now. Ah, I love yeah. that you waited. I did. I waited. <laughs> I totally waited. I, I totally waited. So, oh my gosh, are you ready for this? I'm not kidding you. It says, unlock the beauty within through love. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Are you kidding me? Oh, and I can't believe that the quote that you selected is by Jean-Pierre um, de Cossade, who is a former French Jesuit priest. Yes, it is. <laughs> that's amazing. And I love what you said, the magical key to bliss. Send love to others today with a kind act, a loving gesture, or an open heart. Well, I can't, and it, oh my God, what I didn't realize is this. Holy smokes. Do you know what, on page 50, do you know what, do you know what date it is? What is the date? It's February 14th. 
Oh, are you kidding? It's the day of love. I love it. That's amazing. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Do me a favor and read the quote. I would love to hear what the um, the quote is for that day. I, I still can't believe this is February fourteenth. That's amazing. I, I find it synchronistic at its finest. That's the whole grabbing the hand of the universe and dancing with it. Go and ahead. The, uh, here. So it says, the present moment holds infinite riches beyond your wildest dreams but you will only enjoy them to the extent of your faith and love the more of a soul loves the more it longs the more it hopes the more it finds oh it's beautiful there we go wow going back to the beginning with being a magnet of love and and dancing with the universe you know i do love the fact that um, in these conversations with the extraordinary you and, and all the wonderful other extraordinary people that I get, you know, it, for me, it's about manifesting for sure. It's about bringing that energy into my life, manifesting that energy of love, of service, of, you know, of being present and being a blessing to others into my life. And then starting from that place, one of the things I wanted to ask you for sure was what priority do you have in your life right now as far as where you sit or stand in 2022? Mm. The biggest priority, so my intention, my personal intention for, uh, or theme intention for 2022 for me is teach from the heart. Ah, I love it. So everything that I do, no matter what that is, I want to teach from the heart. Mm, and it. that's really important. And that's kind of where I'm standing from. And there's really this openness to what is next? Where can I bring that teaching next to the best way possible? I love it. And with that, what is your final inspiration to share with all of us so that we can go into the month of love, attracting that which we do so desire going back to what you were saying at the beginning mm. i would say final words is to take action think of one person that you know you want to share a spirit of love with mm. it doesn't mean it's like romantic love or during this but someone that you feel just think in your own mind take a moment of where can you bring some of that love whether it's telling them something they're doing so well. Maybe there's an older person that is in your neighborhood. Maybe they're a widow or widower. Why don't you surprise them with some flowers or stopping over to see them or bring them something? I think it's about taking those inspired actions. A lot of times I'll do that. I'll go through my own network and I'll just, I intuitively would just say, who needs a message today? And I'll just call them or send them a note. Love that. Those small gestures, that's love. And I really encourage, the more we do that, the more we become a magnet of also receiving and putting that out there. That's what I would leave you with. Oh Keep it simple, God. don't overcomplicate it. I love it, simple gestures of love. Find one person and share the love today, tomorrow, for always. And I, you know, like you said, you know, get out of your own head and to, the gifts of giving that love to another person. Oh my God. So, so this is the beautiful logo of Brian's company, Evolution Evolution. And we pointed out before that the first four letters of both words is love spelled backwards. And I, I think that you going out into the world, teaching from your heart to that audience that so is desirous right now of hearing someone talk to them from a place of love as well as faith as well as every story that you have a, a, a divine you know that is going to be a beautiful beautiful evolution for you as well as an evolution for whoever crosses your path because i will go back to i love what you said at the outset and I had the privilege of meeting you in this world of so many. This is the gift. That is the gift. And uh, all of you here tonight or this afternoon when you're listening, thank you for giving us the gift 
of being with us this evening as we discuss how to be magnets of love. I do believe we attract like minds and all of us here today who are seeking to be elevated to a place of love, we find each other and we really do pour into each other. And I really am grateful to you, Ryan, for doing that for me and for doing that for everyone who is listening. And certainly I have no doubt that you will manifest many opportunities to teach from your heart and I do know, since we've spoken to it so many times, that you will be doing it in Miami. So I get the benefit of having my new friend, Brian, around the corner. I know we couldn't align when you came here before, but I am definitely certain that for sure you're coming here. It'll definitely happen. This has been, like Summer is saying, a beautiful interview, a beautiful moment in time that we got to share this conversation. I hope everyone feels the same way. It's definitely a pleasure to know you and to experience your energy has been very, very like I said before, loving kindness, loving calmness, and I needed it. So thank you so much, Brian. I appreciate it. And I'll put my my latest book side by side with you, Butterfly Awakens. I do encourage all of you today to go contact Brian. He is available on in the LinkedIn space. It is um, www.linkedin.com, C-O-M slash I-N slash Brian, B-R-I-A-N, Bashand, B-A-C-H-A-N-D. So definitely reach out to him in the LinkedIn space. Is there any other location that they can contact you? Sure. Yeah, very simple. You can connect through LinkedIn. You can also just connect through the website, evolutionevolution.com. You can send a message there. And if you made it this far into listening, you are someone that has a heart that manifests my love. I welcome to hear. I love connecting with like-minded people. And if you're in a moment of evolution, I wanted to go deep in your own love, let's connect and let's see what that means for you. And Meg, I just wanna say, what a gift what you created. I love how you brought your joy, your expertise, your openness. So thank you for what you're creating in the world as well. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I do want to mention your START program before we get off because I want to make sure that people know that this is a program that you have created that is, is it could be very groundbreaking for someone who's looking for this. So please explain a little bit as to what it is that you're doing. Sure, STAR program is really simple and it's something I created just for my own reflection practice. I now deliver it for groups uh, a lot of times, especially professional groups it's an opportunity to just pause and it's more not just about oh let's have a little retreat moment of seeing where am i in my work it's about aligning as i talked about before where you are in your work and where you are yourself and so it's a moment it's 90 minutes i go through a teaching of what all the letters mean and then i lead a small group through the actual start process as a reflection this can be done individually, but it's nice that there's a small group. So if you're leading a team, connect with me, uh, you wanna learn more, welcome to share about this. And I love leading groups through it. Awesome, so definitely contact Brian if that's something that interests you. It's called the START Program. Like I said, go find him on LinkedIn, Brian, B-R-I-A-N, Bashan, B-A-C-H-A-N-D. Yes, Felipe, he is a lovely energy and I've enjoyed this evening very much so. If you are looking to inspire yourself to not quit on your dreams, I do encourage you as well to go get my book, Butterfly Awakens, A Memoir of Transformation Through Grief. It is a multi-dimensional journey. And I always put my plug in there because I wrote this story and also my magical guide to bliss. It'll take you on the opening of your journey toward what it is that you truly want in this world. Um, once again, Brian, this has been beautiful evening. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I will put um, information certainly in the show notes as well. I want to remind everybody how wonderful it is, this opportunity that we get to get to experience many new sunsets and many new dawns. I love that quote. I love what he said. 
Thank you, Brian, for all your gifts. That is you. You want to remember all of you that we are deliberate creators of our life. We are manifestors of our dreams. We are manifestors of where we are going and we are attractors of love. So go out there, become those magnets of love, be of service, get out of your own way sometimes and offer that space to another through the power of the vibration of love. Be bold, be an awakener. It's time to manifest the life of our dreams. Happy 2022, everybody. I would love to connect with you as well, Magnostro at Mac.com. But honestly, I want to encourage you all to go reach out to Brian because this has been a joy for me this evening. And I know it'll be a joy for each of you who are listening. So thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your evening and take care. Thank you again, Brian. My joy. Thank you so much, Meg. Good night.